Al, we have made it to the finale. Oh, the first arc. Of the first arc. Yes, we have. Of the entirety of Sailor Moon. <laughs> I would not let you sleep until we got to it. It's true. We were up late. Yep. But we finally got there. The season one finale. It was worth it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was awesome. I was real happy about it. Welcome to the final episode of season one and arc one of Sailor Moon Crystal that we're going to talk about on Jared and Al Watch Sailor Moon Crystal. Trying to hit you with that fake out there. It's going to be like, hey, is this the final episode of this entire thing? Nah, just kidding. I gotcha. <laughs> I'm Jared. That's Sanladium. Hello. And we are here to talk to you about Act 14, Conclusion and Commencement, Petite Echangère, or if you want to hear like the actual pronunciation of it. There you go. You get to hear it twice because I actually hit it twice. <laughs> Jared just repeatedly kept pressing that button. I was like, please just have her say it. It's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, we are at the, uh, this is the final episode, the 14th episode. And we're ready to wrap things up. We are about to wreck Metalia after the last episode. She had her, her new staff with a legendary silver crystal. She had her boy. She's like, let's do this, queen. Let's fight her. Let's beat her up. I mean, how do you punch a mass of energy? It's a good question. She doesn't. She uses her staff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, we just start this off by Sailor Moon just being like, right into the weak point. Yep. Which and at yet. first, at first, is kind of not working, but then she's still she's able to she get it through, and just uh, completely just wrecks wrecks stuff. She believes she has she believes in herself. She believes in the heart of the cards. Wait, wrong show. <laughs> She believes in herself and the love of her friends and her boy. It's true. Also, there's like a moon tower at some point. Yeah, like the the tower that Luna and Artemis are praying to, like just completely starts to regrow at the sight of Sailor Moon, like regaining her powers and becoming even more powerful. Which giving her more power. Hey guys, all that uh. All that fun stuff with the sword and the writing, all that came true, right? Yay! It's true. Thanks, sword, for spoiling everything. I know. Um, you get a flash of Luna as a not cat. Yeah, which is very strange. So that basically happens, I think. It was when she was like praying, right? Yeah, it's 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 right after Usagi is able to destroy Queen Metalia. Oh well, whoops! I'm jumping ahead. You're jumping a little bit ahead, but yeah. We'll get to that in a, in a hot sec. Whoops. But yeah, like uh, she's able to power up real strong. She basically just goes right for the weak point. The moon glows really bright and white. Gives off this cool light. And then Queen Metallica is like, Oh, God! Oh. And then she dies. Rip in peace. It was really dramatic. It was awesome. At the same time, when Queen Metallica goes down... Sailor Moon basically uses all her energy. Her transformation brooch destro- is destroyed. It yep. explodes, and then she's kind of like, falls down, passes out. 
She's in a regular schoolgirl outfit yeah. again. And this is where we see Luna in her weird ah. human form. Yeah, that was weird. So Artemis is like is watching Luna pray and then he like sees that split for a split second. She's in her human form, which is strange because in the original manga, they didn't have actually like a, a literal human form for her at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Eventually she would. It, it would come up in the uh, the Sailor Moon side stories uh, manga, which is basically what they based uh, the Sailor Moon S movie off of where she gains a human form and they actually like give her characteristics that make her look similar to how she is in her cat form. But they use that here as well. So I guess it's probably just like, Hey, everyone kind of knows what her human form looks like. So we're, we just, we'll just probably just use it for this scene. Cause it would make the most sense instead of like trying to come up with something different. Well, I didn't know. So I was like, you didn't. she has a human form, What? <laughs> which I didn't remember. That was a, a thing. And then when like they showed that, I was like, huh, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and then I was like, what were you not expecting? And then like the next second it happened, I was like, she's a person? You're like, that? Yeah, that. <laughs> but it's like only for a split second, like Artemis looks looks, looks at it, looks back, and then she's back into her cat form. And then like Luna yep. didn't even realize it. Yep. Huh. So Sailor Moon's passed out. She is. She's no longer Sailor Moon. She's Osagi. Earth's coming is coming back to normal. Because I think. Because well, Osagi, Osagi uses that, like a giant thing of moon healing escalation to like heal like the entire Earth, right? That was later. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because the the brooch shatters at this point, so she wouldn't be able to do that. Right. Uh, so Usagi is in Mamoru or awake back on earth they're fine but their friends he are dead her. oh yeah he, he kissed cpr her back to life he did he he straight up snow whited her and um it was like the power of love brought her back it's true power of love it was neat um he lives in the news yep <laughs> <laughs> uh then they go to the moon yeah so they go back yeah. to the moon they i don't know how they got to the moon this time I guess Mamoru? Can he go to the moon? I don't know. I guess, I, I don't yeah. either. Anyway, they got to the moon. They get to the moon. Oh, they use the moon stick. The moon stick can take you to the moon? I guess so. It's got okay. moon powers. Alright. Fair. So they meet up with Luna and Artemis. Luna's like, hey, good job. You did it. Woo! You're the new queen now. Silver Millennium's back. Silver Millennium's back in action, baby. You're the queen now. And Usagi's like, no. Can I pass? I don't. I don't really. I'm too young to be a queen. Help. I want. I want to go back to Japan and make out with this boy here. (laughs) Essentially, yeah. She's like, I want to live my normal life. And then Tiny Mom comes up and is like, Yeah, okay, cool. That's fine. You do you. (laughs) I believe in you, child. Also, here's this new brooch. I'll leave this for you. Peace out. Yep. Put so she, the, the legendary silver crystal inside the brooch. Yes. So she gets a new brooch. She has a new transformation phrase of moon crystal power makeup. It's funny. It's like in the 90s anime, like when she does that, like it, the 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 brooch opens up. But like she plays the, like she like hovers her hand over like the, the crystal three times and it plays like it's an instrument. <laughs> Huh. So like it goes do 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 do
Huh. It's really cool. That, that didn't happen here. I, I don't know if that's like just because either they're just going to recycle the same transformation scene from season one to season two. I mean, they did here. Yeah, but I, I, like, I don't know if like th- that's what they're doing here or if like they will update it a bit for season two or if it's just going to be the same thing. I don't know. Would be kind you of a bummer because like it, it was always fun in the original anime when they would get like their updated gear and they would get like updated new transformation uh, sequences. So, well, we know that they're going to change it eventually. Yeah, that's true. Because they have to uh, for the other ones because they don't have anything. They don't have anything left. Yeah. So she's able to transform back into Sailor Moon. She casts Moon Healing Escalation on the Earth. Everything's all hunky-dory. And then they go back down to Earth and meet up with the Sailor Guardians who are A-OK now. Which, it's interesting because Mamoru at one point's like, I can locate them. And he just like uses his hand on the ground and is like, do 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 I'm scanning, looking for them. Oh, shit. So well. That's, <laughs> so that's kind of one of the things they don't really have. They haven't really explored with Mamoru, at least in this series, is that like he kind of has like these weird psychic powers. So he, so can, he does have some power. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like he has like, he doesn't really have powers that he can use for like attacks per se. But he does have powers kind of like that to where he, like he can he could find someone, I guess, on Earth. On Earth. Okay. I mean he just like put his hand on the ground and I mean it was cool. He was like, I'm scanning, I'm scanning, and then like, oh crap. Well so your friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. Yeah. Um Wanna but go to the moon? Now they're no longer dead. Now they're no longer dead. They all they're all happy, they hug. Everything's all great. Peace has finally returned to Earth. To the moon. Yay. Everything's okay. Nothing bad's ever going to happen again. Nope. Never. Never ever. Nope. So we get to see shots of Ami and Makado meeting up before they go to school. Minako saying goodbye to Artemis as Artemis just like lays there on the, on like their, their front fence or something. <laughs> He's like, eh. Usagi's like, I got up early for school. It's a miracle. Ah, I lost my I forgot my homework oh god I, I didn't do my homework <laughs> she tried she tried really hard still she failed and then while all that's happening Ray's looking in the fire doing her premonition stuff and she sees an upside down crescent shape I thought it was an eyebrow you did <laughs> I was like was that an eyebrow what was that <laughs> And then um, she's like, oh, that's probably bad, but what if I just kind of forget it, and then... Does she not go to school? She does. Okay. For some reason, they didn't has... show it there. I don't know. Yeah, she has a school uniform, and, like, everybody else is at school, and she's like, well, eyebrow time. Because in the manga, they don't show this here, but, like, she gets that premonition, and then she calls Usagi's house, and is like, oh. hey, is Usagi there? And Usagi's mom's like, nah, she just left for school, and, just, and Ray's just like, oh, okay, well, never mind. I'll tell him later if it's anything important. <laughs> whoops and then we see Usagi she meets up with Mamoru after school because she got in trouble again yep for not doing her homework yep they finally were able to return their items that they had had for the last like 10 episodes so she the finally is able to understand oh my handkerchief <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that big of a deal girl you gotta calm down <laughs> It's not that hard to figure out either that you had that no, missing. It's, it's really not. Especially because she even points out in one episode like, oh no, my handkerchief, where is it? Gee, I wonder. I wonder. 
maybe the creeper, who is not as much of a creeper anymore, has it. So they're all happy. They kiss. They kiss. They and kiss. then the sky opens up. Yeah, there's a freaking portal. Um, and it's just like, boop. And then this little pink kid pops out and kisses Mamoru instead. As she falls and lands right on Usagi's head. Yeah. Um, which, it's weird that she kisses him and then he's like freaking out. I mean, he loses his mind. He's very embarrassed. He is very, very embarrassed. Which I would be too if I kissed like an eight-year-old who fell out of the sky. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, I'd be like, whoa. Um, I'm not comfortable with this. And then it gets even more uncomfortable. <laughs> so Usagi's like, Mamo, are you okay? And, and this little girl's like, Mamo? It's like, if you know Mamo, that means you have the legendary silver crystal, right? And then Mamo's like, Usagi, you okay? And she's like, Usagi, I'm Usagi. And they're like, go back and forth like, no, I'm Usagi. Well, and they even argue about like the hair buns. Yeah. She's like, are you copying me? <laughs> So that was funny, and then yeah, and then then, and then she's like, "Tiny uh, Usagi realizes that real Usagi's there." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, you probably have the legendary silver crystal, right?" Where's the silver crystal? She pulls a freaking gun in her face, <laughs> <laughs> which like I've seen it on the internet, but seeing it actually happen, I'm just like, "What is?" happening in context is even more ridiculous <laughs> it is like seeing it out of context you're like wow that's weird but seeing it in context you're like what this makes no sense where'd she get a gun who are you what what it's so yeah um should be used as like better have my legendary silver crystal for real so there's your little foreigner but um man i mean she she goes hard i mean Look, the, the, the future's rough. Apparently. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Pulling out a gun on somebody is a little inappropriate. Especially for who that actually is. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh... And also the fact that she's like three feet tall, says the person who's not <laughs> that much taller than that. She's chibi um, for a reason. Can I be chibi? Uh, let me see how, let's see how tall Chibius is. Well, we know that Usagi is 4'11", so I'm the same height as Usagi. Chibiusa is 3 foot 6. I said 3 foot. I was not that far off. We're far off. Um, but like I said, I'm the same height as Usagi, so I guess I can't be Chibi because Usagi is not Chibi. Well, the original Usagi is not Chibi. Sailor Moon Usagi. There we go. Thank you. It so, was yeah. a confusing end to <laughs> this episode and this arc. I'm like, I can imagine because okay. like it, it's it's essentially setting up for the next arc. But like, if you if you didn't know any of that, it's like, what is going on? Oh, and there's just like this random cat ball at one point. Luna P. Luna P. Yeah, Luna P. is just like, Boop. hi. It's her floating um, floating ball. I didn't know what that was and was really confused. Like I. I've been a little confused throughout the entirety of Sailor Moon, but this is like peak of my confusion so far. I'm sure a lot of it will be solved once we get into the second. Oh arc, yeah. But, oh yeah. But like, yeah. 
It didn't help alleviate any confusion. It didn't. I'm just like, okay, this is this is our life now. We have we have a little pink child pointing a gun at us, <laughs> asking for the legendary uh, silver crystal. TM. Out of the fire and into another fire. Um, into a pink fire with a gun. Blah blah. It's so weird. So yeah, we have our two little teases for Arc Two, the Vision and Racies, gun, and Chibiusa with a gun. Eyebrow and gun. Uh, things are about to get real, y'all. Things are about to get real, and we're gonna we're just gonna keep going. We're gonna pick right back up uh, next time, next week, with Act Fifteen, Infiltration, Sailor Mars, the very first episode of Arc Two. The Black Moon Clan. Whoa. Whoa. What is Black Moon? I mean, you're, you're going to find that out. Okay. Literally next episode. Okay. So, yeah. Before we uh, before we wrap things up for, for season one. Okay. Let me know your thoughts on season one. Your your first experience with Sailor Moon as a whole. You've you've gone through an entire season now. I have. How are you feeling? Okay, so I get why people really really like this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that Crystal is not like the version that most people would say. Like, oh, you should watch that. But I like Crystal in the sense that everything's really condensed mm-hmm. and it it moves pretty quickly. But you're still getting like all the high points of like transformations and silly new moves and romance which is nice um so despite the fact that there are some like weird creepy things like i i know that i lost my mind on mamaru that one episode um i've really really liked it and i mean the fact that i would even tell you like you are not allowed to go to sleep you have to finish this with me (laughs) like is significant because I've mentioned this a few times before on our regular podcast, and I might have mentioned it on the first episode, but I don't usually watch shows. I don't usually watch... I've gotten better at it, but I have a hard time just, like, sitting down at something and focusing and watching it. It takes a lot for you to be invested in a show that way in order to, like, sit down and watch, like, a few episodes at a time, specifically. Like, you're not doing that unless you you know you like this show. Correct. Um, and so that that's the thing is that you have to really, really, if you want me to watch something, you have to convince me that this is worthwhile. And given that I've liked pretty much like all the magical girl stuff that was inspired by this, I was kind of thinking that I would be cool with it. And it's true. Um, this has shot its way into my heart. Like it's it's one of my favorite magical girl shows at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, it's really, really helpful to me that it's condensed and it goes pretty quick. And I mean, you it took 14 episodes for us to get through the first arc, which is really, really good for me. Because I think if it was something that was going to take a long time to get through, I would never watch it. Like, I right. honestly will tell you I'll never watch the original. Yeah. Um, because it's just... There's so many episodes. 
I mean, you're going to miss out on things like the, the anime-only uh, arc where they have to fight like these aliens that came from a tree and Mamoru having a new alter ego called Moonlight Knight where it's basically Arabian Knight's tuxedo mask. That sounds vaguely racist. He's dressed up like, he literally, he has like a saber and he's dressed in all white. Uh, it's weird. Okay. Which the um, reason is like we were talking about this before we uh, before we started recording. Like uh, the '90s anime ends with everyone kind of losing their memories, and basically everyone has to regain their memories afterwards. And, which I don't like at all. Yeah, I don't like that at all. And like the the problem is that like Mamoru he can't like Luna can't give him back his memories because he's not a Sailor Guardian, so he takes a lot longer to regain his memories. Um, uh, man, this boy and his memories—he just keeps losing them. Yep. They need to like get him a, a wallet chain for his memories. It's the reason like the the nineties anime, like the first three seasons is such like an up and down, up and down with Usagi and Mamaru. Yeah. Because like well, they'll, I mean, they'll finally get happy and then just something bad happens. I get that. Um but I, I flat out will not watch that. Um I know that I'm probably missing out on stuff, but I just I cannot invest that much of my time on something. And I've had people ask me, like, how come you can watch a long or you can play a long form video game, an RPG, but you can't watch like a long form show? And the difference is the interactivity with it. Mm -hmm. um, it helps me a lot when I'm watching this that I can like text you and like yell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it keeps me really, really invested. Whereas if I'm just like, I have to watch a show. It sometimes gets really difficult for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's fair. So this one kept my interest. It kept my interest to the point that I was kind of like rabid at a point to keep watching it. Uh, it's really, really cute. It's really feminine, which I love. As boss, boss transformation scenes. Um, I, I've mentioned this before and I'll mention it again. I really, really, really like that they don't fall into the whole, like, in order to be powerful, women must be, like, somewhat masculine trope. Because these girls are all blatantly very, very feminine. And they're like, yeah, no, we'll kick your ass. And it's awesome. Um, it, it's kind of like the Arya Stark syndrome that people think that characters can't be powerful unless they're, like, brutalizing things and I don't know it's gross right um it's pretty I know I've mentioned that but it's so pretty <laughs> there's bright colors I love that and there's two cute kitty cats with beans <laughs> um the the dub is awesome yeah uh it's really really awesome and I know that people are dub snobs and all that but this dub is solid. Um, you can really tell that, like, Viz specifically was, like, they knew the problems with the, the 90s dub. And they were like, okay, we need to, if we're going to do this dub, we have to do it right. Like, we can't have to say, we can't just, like, put like, people in there that may not be at the the top of their game. Like, we need to do this and give this the care that it really needs, like, with how big this franchise is. And they, they totally pulled it off. They did. And, um... Since they fixed the art on the, the stream that we're watching, uh, I think the art's really, really pretty. I actually have tried to look at stuff from, like, the 90s anime in comparison, and I really prefer this art style. 
So there's that. The nineties anime like kind of like it does suffer at times because like you can tell different episodes have been directed by different people because like the art style will change slightly. Yeah. And like some of those episodes don't really hold up as great as like other episodes do in in that series. So that's kind of a problem. And this doesn't really have nearly that same stylistic difference from episode to episode. Like you really can't if if there is one, you can't really necessarily tell it. And also, like you said, like we were watching the the versions that came out for like the Blu-ray. So like they fixed a lot of the animation errors and it does look a lot, a lot better than when it originally aired like we talked about in the first episode so yeah i am overall really really impressed i would give it an a plus would watch again (laughs) i would say do what we're not finished though that's true yeah we're not i would say though that like while we're watching this if like if there's an arc that you like like, instead of, like, going back and watching the entirety of the 90s anime, like, if there's an arc that you specifically like and enjoyed, like, maybe just focus on watching that instead. Because that would, that would certainly bring down the size of the episodes you'd have to watch. Like, you're still going to watch quite a few episodes. But it'd also give you a good, like, experience with that original anime. Give you, like, a... A, a good showing of how like they did character character or progression arcs all that stuff but you wouldn't have to go through 200 episodes yeah i mean we'll see yeah yeah i'm just saying like that's that's a that would be an easy way for you to experience that yeah not saying you have um, to but i think it's a feat in and of itself that you got me to watch this true so you should be proud of yourself i am pat on my back uh, You've got me to watch a lot more anime series than, like, anybody ever in my life. I know. I just completely ruined you. I'm sorry. I, I know. But <laughs> there's always a trend, and you've noticed it. Yeah. They're short. They're short. <laughs> or if, or they have, like, cool colors and stuff. But, I mean, in the sense of, like, JoJo, it's a different yeah. plot each time, so. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Those are my my hot takes on Sailor Moon. This is the uh, this arc specifically is the one that like when I was writing about this entire series and like saying like you know if you were going to study Sailor Moon like academically like it's kind of impossible to do it where you study the entire series because mm-hmm. it's so long and you really couldn't fit that into like a semester schedule without it just being right. so- solely focused on the series itself so like my compromise was like focus on arc one because that's it's the first one. It's very concise. It does very good character building. You don't have a lot of characters to to learn and understand, and you get pretty much everyone's motives right at the beginning, and are able to understand them by the end of it, and understand like why they do the things they do. I can agree with that. I mean, it it, it would be really useful to look at Arc One as um, like an academic analysis of Sailor Moon and also Magical Girl. I dig it. It's what I did. Nice. So yeah, next time we talk, we will we will begin arc two, the Black Moon Clan, and uh, we're gonna get a lot of new goodies, bunch of new items, and uh, we're gonna meet some new villains. Bad things are gonna happen. Dang it. That'll be Act Fifteen: Infiltration, Sailor Mars. 
and we will we'll just we'll keep going next week that'll be our next episode we're not gonna stop yep. we're gonna keep on rolling can't stop won't stop can't stop won't stop so yeah look forward to that next week and for more from us go to seasonalamycheckup.com or sac.cool for past episodes of this very podcast the seasonal anime checkup ova and the seasonal anime checkup columns and reviews as well uh, you can follow anladium at anladium.com for columns and reviews from her and you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash anime checkup for our good, wholesome, fun stuff that we do on social media. Oh my god. We will not hold a gun to your face and request that you give us the legendary silver crystal. I mean, I can't, I can't confirm that or deny that. I mean, it, it makes sense though, because she's tiny and... Everybody knows that us tiny people, we're just full of rage. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, goodbye, Dark Kingdom. Hello, Black Moon Clan. <laughs>